John, it's good to be back with you again. Well, here we are again, brother. We um, we made a pact and an agreement that when this podcast is over, yes, it's going to change the world. <laughs> it's going to right every wrong. <laughs> I said, I don't know about that. Only but, Jesus can do that. Uh, but it is good to be with you again, man. This has been uh, this has been fun. I think this is our third episode. Yes. Yeah. And so we have to say right now, you may hear some humming in the background. Mm -hmm. We have a diesel generator. Yes, we do. That every Wednesday, they fire it up to make sure it's still running. That's right. In the event that there is a catastrophic failure with power in the building, it will keep all the radio stations running. On the air. So it's humming in the background. That's right. We are here for you 24-7, 365. I don't know when people are actually going to listen to this. We're recording this on Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, you and I were talking, and you jokingly and seriously said, yeah. Hudson, I've got 31 more calendar days of work. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm counting down. It looks like the uh, final day is December 23rd, I think. I think that's a Friday. And I think we're at a Christmas wish location on the 22nd, although we do not know our Christmas wish location. Yet, but we are coming soon to a Chick fil A near you. Yeah, we are. Yeah. How do you feel about that, knowing this is the last uh, go around? You know, Christmas Wish has been very, very special. I mean, I'm thinking that we've been doing Christmas Wish for what, 20 years? Mm-hmm. And if you think of all of the stories and all of the generosity of the KLTY listeners down through the years, can I share one story about uh, Christmas Wish? Please, absolutely. So I remember, you know, you would get so many requests of people that were in need. And I remember we got a request one year from a family and they said, hey, our mom is going to be passing soon. She she had a terminal illness and she said the only thing that she wants is tickets to see Casting Crowns. And I think Casting Crowns was coming in concert in either January or February. So we looked at this and we contacted the family that made the request without the mom knowing about it. It came about that it looked like that she probably wasn't going to make it until January, February when the concert was coming. So we got in touch with Mark Hall from Casting Crowns Mm. and we got Mark Hall on the air with the family and with the mom. And Mark said something like, hey, I understand that you want to come see us in concert and January? And they said, yes. She says, well, that's so far away. He says, I've got an idea. How about if we fly into Dallas-Fort Worth and we come and do a concert right in your living room just for you? Will next Thursday work? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And so Casting Crowns came in and did a private concert in a living room for a family that just wanted Casting Crowns tickets from the Christmas Wish. Mm. He's the real deal, man. Yeah, he is. Mark's a great guy. We have more stories on the way because Christmas Wish is going to start up very, very soon, right after Thanksgiving. And boy, that's right around the corner. Now it's all digital. Yeah. People physically would mail in a letter. Yes. You know, now it's all digital. It's online. And Bonnie Curry behind the scenes has always spearheaded this thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's gone in. She's vetted them. Now she has an entire team. Yep. They go in, they vet. And man, the needs are so wild. I yeah. mean, you go from the story you just told of yes. our, our clock is ticking with our loved one. Yes. To, I just lost my job. Mm. I'm scared. I'm yes. fearful. Yes. I don't know how I'm going to make it. Yeah. You know, the good thing is behind the scenes, things you'll never even hear about. Yeah. We'll take stories like that. Yeah. 
off the air, go to our partners and mm-hmm. see if they're hiring. We'll get job placement. Sure. We'll make sure bills are paid. Yeah. And that's all through the generosity of KLTY listeners and our wonderful, wonderful advertisers. Well, and you know what's cool is you think about it, John, we're just really sort of like the middleman. It's like there is a there is a need and then there is somebody over here that can meet that need and we're sort of like the connector. Yeah. And we get to watch just all of these stories unfold. And really, I think down through my history at KLTY, I think I think Christmas Wish is probably some of the richest and best memories. So I'm looking forward to having just a few more. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, so um, for better or for worse, yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and say this is why I decorate Christmas early. And that's a sore <laughs> subject for a lot of people. It really makes people... Re- you know what kind of shocked me? What's that? It kind of makes people angry. The people who, who are like, why are you going so early? Right. You know, I worked for Bonnie Curry. I was her assistant yeah. in production for years and years and years. People would write the wish. They would come in. She would write promos for the right, wish. So right. we would put it all together and then you and I would go into a yes. studio. Yes. We would record the whole thing. <laughs> yep. Master the whole thing. Yep. And it was so heavy for me for so long. Well, that- it was it was your job to put it all together, Hudson. Man, it was your job to put it all together. <laughs> By the time Thanksgiving would roll around because yeah. we would start in October. Right. I wanted nothing to do with the holiday. Yes. I'm being dead serious. Right. I have never said this out loud in my entire life. Yeah. That I was just trying to make it through. Yeah. Because yeah. it was so heavy. You're dealing with people losing their loved ones yes. on the holidays. Yes. That I was just ready for it to be yeah. over. Well, you know, I remember when it first started, a lot of times we would we would uh, get in the studio and we would do everything in real time, right? Oh, yeah. And a lot of times I would be on the phone with a recipient and I would sort of get kind of choked up. And then yeah. we thought, well, maybe in the future, Frank should just <laughs> not be here for that part and just read the lines because I would just get so moved sometimes. I just thought, oh, I don't know if I can do this, you know, so. That was part of the magic and part of the evolution of what it now is. Yes. Now. At this point, it's so weird. I don't have any part of it. Things grow. And here's the thing. If you don't grow, you're getting left behind. Well, that's true. I mean, hey, that's something that I've certainly found out. You know, matter of fact, I was talking to somebody in the business the other day and they said, well, how did you listen? I said, well, you, you have to, you have to adjust. You have to change with the times. Something, you know, something that I've, I've always been kind of uncomfortable with. I mean, just being honest here is when we started moving into the whole video thing where we do so much more video things now and Facebook live and things like that, you know, I was very uncomfortable um, just because one of the things that I loved about us being on the radio was the anonymity of it. That's right. And that's no longer there. I mean, uh, our our job functions and the way that we do business has completely changed. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, very, very much so. Yeah. And it's still evolving. So Jill and it, I- It is. It's, it certainly is. We're laid in bed the other night and we're talking- And I said, I feel at this stage in my life, and I know you know what I'm talking about Mm because you felt it too. I feel the transition from, okay, I'm the kid and I'm the young adult Mm -hmm. to now it is required of me Mm -hmm. to be the responsible adult. And here's what I mean. Yes. And I hate it, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at the point of my life where... You know when you go to a Christmas dinner, since we're talking holidays, or you go to Thanksgiving, and mom and dad are always the one who's planning, are you coming to my house? This is what we're gonna do. Right. To now it's like, I'm the one who's planning. Right. And 
my sister and I, yeah. we're the ones planning the events. Yeah. And we're the we're the grown adults. You're the now. adult in the room. Man, that's <laughs> scary. <laughs> Somebody pray. Somebody get on your knees and pray. Yeah. And it's good, but it's um we're talking progression. Yeah. And it's the next progression. Yeah. And even with uh, you know, with you going into semi retirement mm-hmm. at the end of the year, yeah. it's like I've got to now go be the adult in the room and I don't yeah. want to be the adult. Yeah, in the room. but 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 and I think we've discussed this before. This is God's timing for you. For sure. And it's God's timing for me. And it's been a six-year journey. Six-year journey. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited for you. And, I, and I'm glad I won't be getting up at four. <laughs> I don't think yeah. anybody really likes change. Yeah. I think some of us adapt to it better than others. Yes. We're all adapting to the new world. Can we talk about like post-COVID yeah. stuff? Uh-huh. We are in a quote unquote post COVID world, whatever that means. Yeah. I think often of the callers that we've had in the past six years, cause I've been on the show with you guys for six years. Yeah. I remember one time we were doing a bit about something and it turned into tattoo talk. Yes. <laughs> I remember that. And you know, that's kind of a first for KLTY, you know, yeah. it's just over the years, it kind of hasn't been talked about. And yeah. we just let it organically grow and go. Yeah. And the callers that would call in of, man, I got two double sleeves and all this right. tattoos. And we're like, hey, cool, man. That's, I mean, that's you and right. love you. That's awesome. I've, right. I've personally, I was a bull rider. I have a brand on my yeah, arm, which right. is crazy. Yeah. A whole nother story. Yeah. But I think about those callers and I go, you know what? We haven't heard from them in a while. Mm. I think of the callers that have come and gone. We had a guy named Joe Birdwell. Yeah. When it first came on the show. I remember Joe. Joe would call and give me encouragement. He had no idea I was in a struggle. Yeah. That guy would call and encourage me every day. He'd say, John Hudson, it's Joe Birdwell. And he would just love on me. Yeah, I remember. And he passed away. Yeah. I think about all the people who have come and gone. Yeah. Does it feel different now post-COVID? Ah, boy, you know, it's interesting, Hudson. I, I know that we have more people who are doing things from home. I think that there's probably not as many people on the road. Well, even here at KLTY, I mean, our office people come in on Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. And on Wednesday, when, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, it's mostly just us, us people that are on the air here. But it's changed. But, you know, it's interesting about the COVID thing. I think that it's been good for people like us in the media and in Christian media because there was a lot of people who went through an awful lot of fear and uncertainty and what's going to happen. And we got to experience that all together with them, you know, us as a team, but then also with the listeners. And we went through something that 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, they're, they're going to look back on those years yeah. of the COVID years when things were shut down. And remember how scary it was at the beginning? It was scary. You were, I remember people were afraid to go to the grocery store. Can you remember that? Yeah. Wow. But God has brought us through it. When I look back on the KLTY years, I think the most memorable times for me have been the times when when tragedy has hit. Mm-hmm either with COVID or I remember um, 9-11. 9-11. Oh, my gosh. I remember the days after 9-11 and the terrible shooting that we had at Wedgwood Baptist Church. Days after that, all of all of the hard times, it seems like those are the ones that stick out to me because you look back and you remember how God used a radio station and God used just everyday people like you and me to bring hope. Yeah. And, uh, 
you know, what a what an amazing medium it is. And, and look at technology now. I mean, we're talking to people right now on a podcast, have no idea what they're doing, where they are. They, do they have headphones on? Are they listening in their car? Are they listening on their computer? They can listen to it anytime they want. And then you have the radio, which is there 24-7, 365. And we have the streaming and we have the app and we have all of these tools. And, you know, I'm, I'm wondering also as we look, you know, as a lot of people are talking about, well, are we in the last days? And, you know, you have all of those theories and stuff and. Uh, you know, one of the things it says, it says that the gospel needs to be preached to That's right. everybody before the end comes. And it seems now the technology, we have so many things in place. I didn't mean to get too serious. No, it's okay. There's a, there's a guy named Beast. He's knocking on the door. He's, he's in the hall right now trying to knock. Trying to get in. You cannot come in, sir. Go away. In the name of Jesus. Hey, you know what I see on TikTok right now? Yeah. A lot of people are deconstructing faith right now, and it's yeah. just the culture that we're in. Yeah. I think with modern technology, as that evolves and grows and grows and grows, yeah. we, we've gotten a really, really comfortable, a little too comfortable, I think, to where we've allowed doubt to mm-hmm. come in. This is what I think about deconstruction. I'll just put this out there. You should know what you believe and why you believe it. Mm, amen. And you should ask deep, deep questions. Absolutely, you should. The hurt and the church hurt that so many of us have gone through yeah. had nothing to do with Jesus. Mm-mm. So don't put Jesus or God or the gospel in the spot of hurt that's right. or man hurt you because yeah. we all go through hurt yes. and that's not a representation of the gospel or Jesus. Right. That's just man yeah. that we got to get through. Yeah. And and uh, man, you, you got to ask why yeah. you love God and why yeah. you believe in God. And so seeing all this stuff on TikTok of people deconstructing and I go, man, I don't want the gospel to feel foreign to people. Mm-mm. The gospel has nothing to do with politics right. at all. Right. The good news of Jesus has nothing to do with your economy. Mm-hmm. The goodness of Jesus says you are broken and I will heal you. Mm-hmm. There was darkness and is darkness in your life. Yeah. And I am here to set that out of you and set you yeah, free. That's right. And I love you. And you should go love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. And you should love God, my father, yeah. with all that you have. Yeah. And just imagine what kind of world we had in February. Everybody did that, man. Right. So when you see stuff in times events and, yeah. and what is Russia and Ukraine doing today? Yeah, and then what's the stuff with China? Have you seen all? I oh, know. well, is that in Revelation? So and so when the so and so comes out, who knows? Yeah. I'm going to go play Fortnite later. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I have no yeah. idea. And I'm not going to get scared about it. Well, you can't. And you know, th- you know, one thing that I've always tried to do and Patty and I try to do is, you know, just live this life a day at a time. Live it a day at a time because yesterday's gone. It's water under the bridge and tomorrow's not here yet. And Jesus said that, right? He said today, he said, don't worry about tomorrow. Today's got enough problems of its own. That's true. And, you know, and so, you know, if you can surround yourself with people who will remind you of that, like we're doing right now on this podcast, I think that uh, life will be a little bit more sane or a little bit more not as scary uh, if you can just sort of keep it in today. I used to project, what if this? What if that? What? And I thought, no, 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 no. John, let's, let's face it. I'm older. It's taken a long time for me to get to that point. I mean, I and I still worry about stuff and are concerned about stuff and I still have some uncertainty about next year and all that, but you know what? I can't worry about it. I've just got to focus on today. Just today. Just enjoy today. Just love today. Just be available to be used today. Mm-hmm. As, as we say on the show, just show up. Yeah. Just show up. Make yourself available. Say, hey God, I'm available. Need me to do something or say something or smile at somebody? I don't know. We talk about the hug. We'll go, hey, I think it's time for a hug. Yeah. 
and we'll just affirm people with yeah. biblical and godly truth. Yeah. And we try to do it once a day, like yeah. a real hard stop down at yeah. some point. We just let the spirit kind of tell us when to do it. Yeah. And today was, I, I thought today's was special. Yeah. I yeah. saw this on social media last night. By the way, I think as, as we're, you know, looking back on the show, and as I'm counting down the days, when you say it's time for a hug, yeah, I think those are my favorite moments. So here's the picture, right? It's, yeah. a, it's a leather bag and silver is falling out of the bag. It says, the sin you refuse to forsake is your 30 pieces of silver. Mm. I saw that last night. Yeah. And I'm just talking on a personal note. It yeah. stopped me personally in my tracks. Yeah. And I went, man... How many times do I talk about the Lord and, mm. and say I love the Lord? Yeah. But man, I've got my 30 pieces of silver mm. because I won't let this thing go. Yeah. Or I keep taking it back. I've laid it at his feet, but I mm. keep taking it back. Yeah. I put on Facebook yeah. something to the effect that, you know, there's no judgment here, but man, I have to throw my 30 pieces of silver at the feet of Jesus daily. Mm. Wow. Because I know who I am. I know where I've come from. I'm, yeah. I was gutter trash. Yeah. And I'm still welcome at the table of Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the gospel, right? Yeah. That's the gospel because the enemy, the enemy of our soul would like to keep you and me and everybody listening to this podcast right now on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. They would, he would like for people listening right now to be on the sidelines stuck in either guilt or shame or remorse or embarrassment or all of these things. And the accuser says, God can't use you. What are you talking about? Well, that's all a lie from the pit of hell. So lie from the pit of hell. I had a I had a friend, Bob Christopher, and he said, Frank, it's like this. It's sort of like a ball game. The enemy wants you in the dugout, but you're in the game. You're playing center field. You're living your life playing center field. And then all of a sudden there's a pop up and it's coming your way. Well, you're in a position to make a play. Hmm. Well, it's the same thing with us living our life. We make ourselves available to make a play. Whether if God puts somebody on the telephone with us that we can encourage. And for those that don't know, you know, we, we get a lot of phone calls at the station and we have a lot of people to call in with needs and there's a lot of people that Hudson and Star and I get to minister to or encourage off the air that you don't even see. But we're putting ourselves in a position Mm-hmm. to be used by God, and everybody can do that. We can just get up in the morning and say, God, uh, it says in Romans 12 to make my body a living sacrifice, so here's my body. What do you want to do with me today? And then live your life relaxed because something might happen, something might not. It's hard for high-strung individuals like me <laughs> and goal setters. I think the problem is like we we set goals. Yeah. We set lo- timelines yeah. to where... To go back to what your friend said, there's a pop fly and it's coming to you and you gotta make a play. Yeah. Now we gotta make the play and yeah. we wanna make the right one so bad. Right. Because we don't wanna mess, we don't wanna drop the ball and strike out. Yes. That we wind up running to first and second and third. And it's like, go to the outfield and catch the ball. <laughs> you know what I'm and, and, and my wife Patty would say, he takes our crooked path and makes it straight. Yeah. And I don't know how he does that. But in his sovereignty, he takes even the mistakes that we make. And somehow, a lot of times, we'll turn it around and you go, God, how, how did you do that? But He's so patient. Oh, gosh. Yes. So, his patience oh, yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Hey, so let's leave him with this. Yeah. Your social is going to tell you this. People in your profession are going to tell you this and in your circle are going to tell you this. They want to tell you who you are. You're this. You're that. You're this. You're that. You are a child of the Most High God. Yes. Don't let a bad day define you. Yes. Don't let a good day define you. 
let the good word in the good book define you and you are called and set apart. You are redeemed. You are not broken. You can be healed and restored and you are who God says you are today. Can I say one thing about that? Yes. Amen. <laughs>